we've definitely completely left the genre behind. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there is my brother, Mason Hotballs Williams. And that over there is my brother, Cheap Move Williams. Did Did you say my first name? I, I didn't, actually. I, I guess your first name is now Cheap and your nickname is Move. All right. Uh, but, so I'm but cheap. Other than that, yeah, I mean, there's, there's Luke. Hi, I'm Luke. Uh, so this Mason is Mason and Luke. The Mason and Luke. This is an invention podcast. Yes, we're gonna invent something right before your very ears. Uh, maybe it'll even be a little bit. Uh, maybe you get a little funny haha out of it. I hope so. Oh, hopefully. Uh, we've got a special guest coming up. Uh, Mister Wooly Madden of Two Best Friends Play. Slash best friends Zaibatsu slash they've got like fucking a million names. Uh, but uh, we'll get to him in a little bit. We got to do a little bit of preliminary uh, invention and then he will be our guest expert because you know what? We don't know shit about fighting games and he definitely we does. Don't. Yeah, he's our expert. We're bringing him in and he is going to take the detritus that we cough up and he's going to make it something that is a triple a title hopefully he, that we'll, you'll be able to buy he'll just sort of scrape it up pack it together like a little snowball uh-huh. but, but like it's sleet and mud and uh and throw it at his uh, adversary much like he would in a fighting game and that will deplete their hit points if we decide to have hit points which there, we might there's not. there's a lot to unpack but first uh i want to take a brief little sidestep and talk to you about the beverage that I'm going to have. Uh, oh, my man's about to drink. All right. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three, uh, I'm going to give you three pieces of info about okay. what it is. And I want you to guess what it is. All right. Okay. So the brand of this can of beverage is Easy Rider. Easy Rider. Now the size of it is 250 milliliters. That's not big. No, it's not big. The color... So it's an easy rider, but it's a small can. The color of it is... Uh, I want to say like a raspberry color, like kind of in between red and pink. So sort of like a beret. Yeah, exactly like a a, a raspberry sherbet. Okay. Okay. So it's raspberry sherbet colored. It's called Easy Rider, but it's in a very small can... So not likely, I would think, to be like a craft beer. No. Um, but also not likely to be like some LaCroix ripoff. No. Or a standard soda. And yet it is in a can. And to be clear, we're talking about a beverage can with a pull tab, not like something you got to bust out the can opener yep. for. Here, here's another. Uh, here's can you imagine a... if you had to get out a can opener when you wanted to open your Coke? Yeah, I no, I, I'm glad we don't do that, and that isn't accurate to what I'm I'm drinking. Uh, I will give you one other quick tip about uh, about it to help guide you. It was packaged at Cool Brewery in Toronto. Okay, so uh, it is something that was made in a brewery. Yeah. Uh, so it could be a cider, perhaps? Okay, your guess is cider? A raspberry cider shot that's, like, it's good, but it's, like, super strong, and you're about to get totally plastered. All right, it is red wine. Really? Yes. Red wine in a goddamn can. And this is what it sounds like when I drink it. There's that. Lovely Foley. Ooh, mm. it's a pretty dark color. It's definitely wine. And? What the shit? It's, it's, it's fine wine. It's satisfy, satisfying in a, in a wine sort of way. Also, um, a very surreal experience to drink it from a can like this. 
It just seems yeah. it just seems incorrect. Yeah, no, I can I can get that. I can understand that. All right. Now, let's get so to business. Do we do we want beverage themed fighting game? Uh, I mean, I didn't need you to go immediately with the very first noun that we 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 brought to do the table. Do we want a canned wine themed fighting game? Why, yes. I don't think we really need to record any more. Let's bring in Wooly. Get no! His I got a no. great idea. Let's okay. do this. Let's take... Let's let's make a fighting game out of our fighting game design. And let's let's just keep going, spending no more than a minute to two minutes per concept. And let's come up with about eight. And let's really narrow down which we think is the best one. And try and workshop that for another couple of minutes. Okay. Well, uh, when I think fighting game, I'm thinking like there's two polar ends in terms of seriousness. Like on one end, you've got raw blood and guts, I'm going to rip your spine out. Yeah. And on the other end, you've got your Smash Brothers. Right. That's fair. There's no blood and guts in Smash Brothers. Although there could be. Well, there there is Snake and Cloud and... and some more serious fighter. Oh, and uh, uh, Bayonetta. Anyway, um, you, you're very right so far. What What's your spin on that? You think fuse it somewhere in the middle? Here's the question. Like, do we want to go stupid far in either direction? Do we either want to go sillier and goofier and more cartoony than Smash Brothers? Or do we want to go in the other direction and get even more horrifically bloody gutsy than you know your your combats comma mortal and your fighters comma street and so forth i think that if we were to go in the most like violent direction to be completely honest i don't think that's really our forte i don't think we're the slasher gore fans types for the most part and uh with that in mind uh actually i have one thought um you know how some games are employing uh, uh, some really realistic, uh, destructible environments? Like, uh, uh, this is something new with, uh, with uh, I think it's Battlefield, and I know it was present with some of the Rainbow Six games. There will be walls that will legitimately be made up of, like, pieces of bricks and plaster, and they all have their own physics for when you're breaking them down. I think it and would be cool. Conversely, you got your Fortnite where you build. Yeah. That's that's true. That's they build entirely too fast. It's not very realistic. Well, realism is not really the name of the game. Here. Yes, I okay. Let's 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 get on task though. Uh I think that destructible bodies Oh god. Yeah, so that gets back, gets back to the question of whether or not we have HP. Uh, we we don't have HP. We could just like literally take your other character's arm off, and it's modeled in engine. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure something like that does exist. Uh, I want to say there was a. I want to say there was a game that did that. I don't know fighting games very well, and you know what? There may be innovations that we think we're coming up with that have like already been tapped on. Um. But uh, I, I think back to a, a title from the PS1 era, Bushido Blade, uh, where there was just a disabling of if you get... It was one-hit kill style, so it was a lot of, like, high-level play would be a lot of weapon clanging. But uh, if you if you hit a leg, their mobility goes down because they're now on one leg, and their other leg is just disabled, they're dragging it behind them. If you take out an arm then suddenly their movement their like attack movement has changed because they can only attack with one arm so like actually landing hits making a like procedurally destroyed body that could be a very brutal concept i wouldn't mind exploring cuz it doesn't mean that we're eviscerating them and like taking their guts out mid fight yeah now it can just be like blobs are like oh my my guy's made out of pudding and your guy's made out of slime and we're just gonna fight and knock bits of slime off of each other um can i just say i want to rule out off the top what's that do not want to have any vr or ar sure do not want to be throwing my fists around my living room either with a headset on 
or, you know, trying to look at the world through my phone and also punch things. That's a recipe for disaster. Fuck that noise. That's probably for the best. I imagine that's pretty smart. Uh, kind of a very hazardous product to invent. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be fun to see some some unknowing like person who's experiencing their first uh, unsettlingly realistic VR treatment. And you think you make them think that they need to punch around the room to defend <laughs> themselves. They're totally caught up in it and terrified for their life. Uh, that's that's fun. That's some good old family fun. It, it would be kind of scary looking down and watching parts of your body get blown off. Yeah. Especially if it's realistic and you're just like, oh, Jesus, you just chopped my dick off. Why? Okay. Let's, that doesn't even help you. Let, let's, let's, uh, let's swing the pendulum the other way. Let's go stupid cartoony. Yes. Can, can we go more cartoony than something like Smash Brothers and not lose the fighting game audience uh, with it being, you know, uh, uh, what's the best word for this descriptor here? Uh, too patronizing, I suppose. Patronizing is a good word. Uh, well, um, being silly and bloodless does not necessarily have to mean being simple uh, th- th- or even necessarily have to mean that it's for kids. It can still be, you know, challenging in terms of, you know, the reflexes and the strategies to employ and so forth. Mm. Um, so you're thinking like the aesthetic that we we go with might have essentially no bearing on the skill level required to play which yeah, yeah. is is true but okay how can we take it in in a direction like that like how can we have a serious game well how looks... how does one have high level strategy in a fighting game other okay. than just oh you picked you know rock so I'll pick paper like right you what? know what that that actually is a very uh, a very legitimate question and one that I think Willie will be able to speak to much better than I. However, uh, I do have a bit of a point of uh, of uh, understanding of it that I know that counter systems can sometimes be um, like a very legitimate reactionary button press. Like for example, say you've got your grapple button, your punch button, your kick button, and your counter button. Uh, the counter button might be specific to what the attack is, right? So like up and counter might counter a high kick, but not a low kick. Oh, oh, my dude, my dude, I got the thing, I got the thing, okay? Okay. Okay, so not destructible bodies, but we do have destructible environments. And here's the thing. The strength of your both your attacks and your blocks is based on elevation. So you'll have a character who can hit downwards a hell of a lot harder than he can hit upwards. So he wants to get the high ground so he can rain down blows upon you from above. And you're thinking, okay, well, my guy, uh, he's not so great at, you know, shooting upwards, but his upwards blocks are really good. But if someone gets underneath me, then I'm toast because my feet are totally vulnerable. And so you're hopping around the environment. It's multi-layered, multi-tiered. And, like, you you want to build up whatever sort of advantageous environment for yourself so that you are at the elevation or around the kind of environment that gives you bonuses as you're fighting. Okay, here here's what I can speak to about that, um, or what I think about that. One of the trickier things with that would be you got two kinds of games. You got you got your regular fighter games where you're on a level playing field, and yeah. that is not a factor. That is the default. You also have Smash Brother levels, which will feature multiple planes, and uh, jumping also very much has to do with uh, you know how you approach your enemy. Now, uh, some high level smash players will say, take that factor out. We only fight in, uh, uh, whatever it's called. Omega final destination, final destination, but o- yeah. also the Omega mode of a level turns it into final destination where there are no platforms. Um, so I think that that's a factor that fighting game purists might not want for some reason. Like, they might not be into it. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You ready? Yeah. 
Take out levels entirely. You're all I'm sorry, falling. Okay, so everybody's just falling? It's free-falling? Like you're, skydive you're free fighting? You're free-falling down a bottomless pit. But here's the thing. The reason why you're fighting your opponent, you're just trying to knock him out because you know you're going to hit ground in two minutes mm-hmm. and you want to be on top of him when you hit the ground because that's how you're going to survive. Uh, wow, that's where you're going with that. I thought the more logical conclusion... They're fighting over one parachute, and the person who's left conscious... Well, I mean, also works, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, but that's, no. that's pretty good. And also, here's the thing, is if they're fighting over one parachute, and the parachute is damaged, then, you know, oh shit, the parachute is damaged, so the only way I can win is to land on you. Whereas, if you don't damage the parachute, there's still a way that you can have, like, a partial win, like you just land just right and shatter your legs and your pelvis but you're still alive but mm. uh no no <laughs> hey, oh, you shot victory. off the parachute you idiot now i'm gonna have to land by you know standing on your rib cage okay so i think that that sounds like it could be fun but also and natural time limit you know you've got two minutes because that's where the ground is yeah i i get that uh i have got this weird sneaking feeling about that concept that mechanically it reminds me much more of minigame. Like, it reminds me of something that you would do in uh, a Mario Party or something like it. Fair enough, yeah. So, uh, I, I, like, if the mechanics, if the controls were tight and fun, and you could base a really fun game off of that, I could see it. But I'm I'm sort of, like, uh, convince me uh, in convince me mode that that would not yeah, get Yeah, we're not at AAA place yet. Okay, so here's here's where I want to go with this momentarily. Fighting games, unless you get really into the competitive aspect of it, or uh, there's potentially an engaging story, but I, I don't know, people much, pretty pretty much just play the story to unlock any characters or whatever. Um, for the most part, uh, the its strength is its greatest uh, weakness. People that really like it, they've made a very very tight like game out of that competition. People that don't like it, that's all there is. You're just stepping up to fight one versus one, and, and that's, you know, sometimes there's tagging in and out, but that's pretty much pretty much it. I propose we fuse it with a genre not yet fused. Okay, okay, so another genre of video game. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to think of something that would contrast beautifully, but the opposite of a fighting game would be like a dating sim, and we already did that with Liam, so... Okay, uh, so you uh, you fight, you fight, you fight, you fight, you fight, mm-hmm. uh, ding, end of round one. Now all of a sudden it's like that Tetris battle game and you get to play that for 30 seconds and how well you do in that is how well your character heals, boom, you're back into round two. Hmm, so almost like a boxing style thing where you have your uh, 30 seconds of like rest, but the rest is... Is a completely uh, different genre of game, and you're frantically trying to score as many points as you can in that, because that's how well you... And, and it might not even necessarily be how well you heal. It can also be if you you know score points some other way, you get access to a really powerful attack that can't be dodged. I, I like I like that. Plus, another another concept with that could be uh, the the blue shell uh, concept, right? Where mm. you know how in in Mario Kart, if you get the blue shell, it's because you're further behind, and it's like rebalancing the the mm-hmm. power dynamic and like you know taking out the person in first place. It could also be that if you're just creaming your opponent on their recovery phase, they're able to recover more. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's like, we're not going to make you even where where you were before, but because you're farther down, you heal faster. Yeah. And yeah. I, I could see that working in the sense of, like, like physically, that makes no sense. <laughs> the more sure. you've been pummeled, the more you can bounce back. Uh, I mean... Yeah, no, the faster you can apply bandages. Yeah, like uh, the underdog story of a dramatic movie. Yeah, sure. But, uh, you know, physically, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But maybe if we did tie in, like, you know, fighting games already don't make a whole lot of sense with how much they can fucking do muscles up the wazoo, projectile, you know, energy and stuff. Uh, Why not have it be, it's like a contrast of a struggle of the physical and the spiritual. 
Okay. So, like, your physical fight, you're grounded in the strategies that you would have physically, and it, it it's represented there. Your recovery mode is almost like a meditation moment, and you're just, you know, healing yourself. Okay, okay, no, no. There's there's three levels, right? There's body, mind, and soul. Body, you're beating the shit out of each other. It's all reflex-based. It's like bam, 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 bam. Can I hit you hard? You know, et cetera. Then you go to mind. Mind is where you can re-equip yourself. You can say, okay, I want more of this power, less of this power, and I'm going to alter the terrain. I'm going to put another thing over here so I can jump off of it, etc. Then you go to soul. Soul is your healing. Uh, and you have to like work through other little mini games, and that's how much more energy you get. And then, bam, you're back to body. Pow, pow, pow. Fight, fight, fight. And it goes body, mind, soul, body, mind, soul, body, mind. Or no, no, you would want to set up the environment first. So I would say mind, body, soul, mind, body, soul. Well, I got to say, if, I, if I'm if i imagining the franticness of, of playing this, first mm-hmm. of all, it's already sounding fun as hell. Uh, but second of all, when I'm getting competitive with somebody and there's like, say it's like a Tetris Dr. Mario, right? And you're shifting between it, it... It has a set. It's more of a, a speed run race, basically. Uh, you're you're trying to just get to the end. You know it's going to go Tetris, Doctor Mario, oh, Tetris. No, 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 dude, my dude. Uh, this is going to be your first co-op fighting game. Teams of three, and as you're going into it, you're okay. This is our team of three. We are all controlling one guy, but one of us, whoever has the best reflexes and the best fighting game abilities, you're on body. Whoever's got the best RTS and the best strategies uh, and knows where to, you know, put resources, you're on mind. And whoever is best at puzzle games, you're on soul. We're all playing simultaneously to, you know, be this dude. Wow. That's, hmm. Now, what's curious about that is it reminds me of, like, uh, you know... Uh, team-based games like, say, an Overwatch would be 6v6, but you have, like, a 3v3 mode, and you can mm-hmm. even have... You're thinking about your your comp uh, composition of your group uh, based on what they're doing. Like, you have to actually, like, react to their strategies, even in 3v3. Um, if we're talking about a fighting game, it's always sort of been 1v1, and it's possible to do... Okay, what? you know tag team stuff or if even if it was like a wrestling game it's possible to do tag team stuff with more than two players lots of players something semi-cooperative that has this is kind of more like a mech this is like that's exactly what i was gonna say a dude yeah 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 this this feels more like a mech team so where my brain actually went next was uh uh Oh, what's it fucking called? Icarus? Guns of Icarus? Or, like, there's a new uh, pirate game that's a similar sort of idea where you get a team together to take on different roles of your ship, and it's ship battles. Okay. Yeah, so so this this would basically... That actually makes a lot more sense of why it's different roles. You've got three people in a mech, and one dude is actually piloting the thing and is punching and kicking and is, you know, running around beating up the other mech. One dude is on repairs, and he's like, oh shit, I gotta reroute the power coupling, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta, you know, make sure I put as much power as possible into the guns, because I know my dude's gonna fire them very soon. And then Mm -hmm. the third guy, uh, he's on strategy, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna, like, alter the way things are going as we do. And so, again, three guys in a mech, all three doing different jobs, but all of them are fighting another mech. Okay, now there's just one little bit of dissonance between... The initial concept and and your your latest uh, version of it. All right, okay. uh, healing s- slash mind essentially, or sorry, slash soul, I guess, sort of turned into the repair and uh, and mech. Uh, sorry, the uh, uh, the tech guy, I guess, yeah. and then the strategist uh, has sort of replaced the mind. We've mm. taken out the organic element. We're not talking about body, mind, and soul anymore. We're talking about three just rolls on a mech, which is fine. But I'm wondering it's not if spiritual. we're sorry. It's, it's not spiritual. It, it's not spiritual, but also if and I did like the idea of involving anything spiritual in a fighting game, just because it seems like a cool metaphor to have a synchronicity with a team. And have someone be like the spiritual role. Like, that's really interesting. I haven't heard of that ever. 
but it takes out the organic element of it. And if we're talking about a, a, a you know robot fighting. That exists, it's just not known as, like, part of the fighting genre. And if we're talking about sort of, like, as a comparison to something like Guns of Icarus, that's more of a crew and a ship, which is cool, Mm -hmm. but again, not much of a fighting game sort of thing, right? So I I would want our fighting game to break the rules of a fighting game while still, you know... Being a fighting game. Catering to the fighting game audience, yeah. Hmm. Fun little puzzle, this one. Uh, okay, so you want to embrace the spiritual thing, uh, do we want to get into lore and then work backwards from that? What kind of lore do we have? Are these, like, dudes who have guardian angels? Like, isn't that the thing in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, or am I thinking of the right anime? Um, sorry, I wouldn't be a good, uh, reference point for that. Um, here, here, here's a spin we could give it. Okay. What if we were definitively talking about characters, whether we these are like, uh, you know, closer to like uh, ships from uh, or, or what are they fucking called in Evangelion? Are they called angels? No, the angels are the bad guys in Evangelion. The 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 mechs in Evangelion were like partially organic. That was part of Eva's. The Eva's, I, I guess. Say. But then uh, also other things like uh, like Giver or uh, you know, there's other organic. Uh, uh, sort of cyborg hybrids where this seems appropriate, you know, just souped up humans of a sort. Um, oh, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. My dude, my dude. What's, what's that? Okay. Uh, zombie is a body comes back without the soul. Uh, ghost is a soul without a body. Each character in this fighting game is someone who has died, but then has resurrected as both a zombie and a ghost. So you got your two players, you got your zombie, uh, and you got the other player who's the ghost. So while you're merged together, you can fight harder. You're basically possessing yourself, but then you can also split apart and the zombie can keep fighting and the ghost can do poltergeist stuff to affect the environment. Wow. Wow. That's something else entirely, though. Honestly, that seems more like a puzzle platformer. Oh, true. Like, that seems closer to, like, a Lost Vikings or something. Like, like I like that idea, but that is definitely something else. Um, let me, let me, like, let me put a pin in that one. We can revisit it if, if, if you want, but let me okay. put a pin in that one. Um, what I was thinking was you basically just have different versions of this organic mech thing whatever we decide to call it. And just like you have various fighting game characters, these characters that you might pick between have different strengths and weaknesses. And it's, it is based around your team dynamic as well. So seasoned, you know, say you've got a beginner and two pros. It's like, okay, well I I'm good on, I'm good on mind. He's good on soul. Let's pick a, Oh, you, you, you haven't played before. Okay. Well, here's a good beginner body character will be Bob. Uh, and then, you know, once you've gotten really good, you, you, you know, all three of you are a tight team. Then you can start experimenting more and be like, eh, I don't feel like playing a Bob tonight. You know what? Let's mix it up. I like the chaos moves from, from Frank. Frank, oh, thanks again oh, for this gesture. My dude, my dude, my homes. Okay. What's up? You have your your own individual character, okay? And mm-hmm. this is your guy, and it follows you from tournament to tournament. And your character has a body, a mind, and a soul. However, when it comes time to fight, the three of you merge together. One of you contributes your body, one of you contributes your mind, one of you contributes your soul, and it sort of combines their aesthetic. So you can be the body guy and you say, oh, look, okay, my body is big and chunky and top heavy. I look like I'm about to tackle you. That's the body. And it's like, okay, well, I'm the mind, so I control what this character wears. So I have this aesthetic. It's all orange and yellow. Uh, it's like, okay, and I'm the soul. So I have sort of the, uh, the eyes, the hair, the window to the soul, the visual effects around it. So when the three of you come together, you're like, okay, we're our three guys, fusion, ha, and yeah. then the three of you, your aesthetics combine together, and that's what your character looks like. Oh, that's not a bad idea either. 
And then if you don't like that combo, you split apart back into your individuals and you're like, okay, this time I'll be the mind. You come back together and it's the same kind of character, but now it's remixed. Shit. I, wow. That's, again, a whole other thing. God damn it. Okay. We we don't have one solid uh, concept. This is another too much spaghetti on the wall situation. I think we need a little bit of help. We need Wooly to come in and scrape away. Oh, it's sort of like making a statue. We just need him to scrape away the spaghetti that doesn't look like a fighting game. Yeah, we just want our spaghetti fighting game to be one consistent package. Let's go. Uh, let's go take a sip at the water cooler. See if he's if he's made his way in yet. Yeah, I think he might be over by the water cooler. Yeah, let's go. Hello, dear listeners, and thank you for listening to Fighting Game. Uh, Wooly is going to be up in just a bit. I just wanted to take this space to talk to you a little bit about a couple of announcement-y type things, and also this is where advertisements would go. Uh, no advertisements for this week, but if you check out advertisecast.com slash 2493, uh, you can check out the rates for uh, getting an ad in here. Also, email show at gmail.com, and we can work something out. Mason is an artist as well as a webcomic artist. His webcomic is forward at forwardcomic.com. He also does art for a comic called Roll to Save, and you can find that at RollToSaveComic.com. He also has a book series about uh, a bard's guide to life and a necromancer's guide to life, just sort of this fantasy spin on uh, life advice, and you should check those out. He's just completing his set. If you're new to the show, sometimes uh, Mason and I will have some random tangents that will be really cool, like uh, for Useless Gadget, we randomly start talking about an Inspector Gadget role-playing game, and uh, there's video footage of... Uh, Mason running a test of that game uh, that was a charity stream he did on his Twitch. So you never know what you get here. You never know what your suggestion might turn into. So we take suggestions as well as fan art or any other comments, criticisms, uh, feedback. If you want to tweet a message, try at H-I-G-A-I show or email H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. I also make music, which you're going to hear more about very, very soon. Stay tuned. Uh, It's, you know, I got to get on the other side of a couple of things, and then I should have at least a teaser dropping hopefully next month. Let's go back to the action for this week's invention, a new fighting game. Well, dear listeners, while we were at the water cooler, we found our good friend Wooly from Wooly Versus. Wooly, welcome to the show. Hi, I was enjoying my water. Why'd you yank me over here? (laughs) Well, uh, you see, we had this concept we wanted to sort of, you know throw at you and if you like it uh maybe we could make a fighting game out of it what do you think hmm i've been known to know a thing or two about the hadokens mm. if you don't like it you can tell us what's wrong with it also Hell true. Yeah. okay i love okay. me some fighting games let's do it actually actually you know what before we do our pitch uh let's let's just give a second of like what what what's what's your cred with this how what's your background with fighting games my background with fighting games is i've been playing them pretty much ever since uh i crawled out of the cradle and grabbed the controller okay um i i've been at it for years and it's something that uh yeah like from the moments that i was first playing with my brothers and cousins Back in the day, in my in you know the Wonder Years, to uh, holding um, local Street Fighter tournaments in my city, running a oh, scene cool. here, and uh, traveling to Evo, fighting the one of the world's best players first seed on stage. Ooh. Um, it was uh, it was a hell of a story, and yeah, I've been playing these games for a while. Awesome. And, uh, I, you did some uh, you did a little bit of uh, actual uh, like some semi pro commentating as well, right? I do some commentary as well. I do some uh, video com- um, like uh, tutorials sometimes. I've built arcade sticks and sold customs. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I've been in there. And I, I'm part of the, the cabinet club, which is the uh, folks who own an arcade cabinet in their house. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Man knows his stuff. Knows his stuff. A little bit jealous. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try and encapsulate uh, what we talked about for the first half and, and, and pitch some of these concepts at you. It wasn't a very singular concept. It's a bunch of ideas, but, uh, you know, let's, let's see what we got here. So, yeah, uh, basically we had, what when we were initially talking, it was like, we were thinking about something more punch out style that you have your faces of you're up and fighting, and then you have your faces where, where you're resting or, or you're like, you know, that, that kind of thing. And we had sort of an F- active... Phases, did you say? 
Yeah, sort of like... Faces, the, yes, okay. Sorry, uh, I thought you said faces. I just want to clarify. No, no, okay, 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 fair, fair, fair. Uh, but basically, while you're in recovery mode, it's like a second genre of game where you're, how well you do with that determines how much strength you might gain back for when you go mm. back into the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was the initial thing. And then we developed that further to... Uh, what if it was sort of like a, a body, mind, and spirit or something like that, and you had like more individualized roles of the whole package of what the, the character might be. So ah. that got us thinking about like mechs and more team-based things like a Guns of Icarus or, or, or something that was like a team-based thing. But then we're sort of getting away from the genre of it being 1v1, right. uh, so I think the closest we were thinking was something closer to like um what if you had a more organic uh mech style game where where different roles like different flavors of different roles fuse together to make one big uh, jumble that have different skills uh and, and maybe one one person is if it was a mech for example one person is like the the engineer trying to make sure that everything's like holding together uh, there's a strategist and then there's the person actually executing and all of these are different sort of like move sets uh for the individual players but but i don't know are we are we too far off the map that feels like it's not serving fighting gamers <laughs> it's okay that's a really creative idea uh that's I, it sounds like you want to kind of add a pit crew to oh. your fighters effectively um, that's a really, yeah, I, I, it's something that you can definitely work with in the sense that, um, you know, if an F1 racing car can have a, a pit crew, uh, and then it gets back out, out there, then you can definitely go somewhere with that in terms of fighting games. There is a place where, uh, you, you, you can get like really off, you know, depend uh, off the board, depending on whether you decide to, um, I guess, make it like a rhythm game or you mash the button or, you know what I mean? Like answer a, a question, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it depends on like what type of mini game uh, you want to be recovery based. But mm-hmm. uh, I will say that there is a fighting game out there. And I one thing I, I, I've played a lot of these over the years, so I definitely will always be reminded of things depending on what you say. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a fighting game out there that is uh, based on the Hugh Jackman film Real Steel. And uh, okay. this fighting game, which was actually very fun, it was quite well made, uh, has the two robots fighting, and in between rounds, you have your little, like, pit crew menu, where you upgrade, fix your parts, see what's defective on your robot, see what's been destroyed the most, and you can choose to prioritize certain things going back into the next round, you know? So you can, like, see a lot of damage and decide, I'll leave that damage on my legs, I'll double up the damage on my arms instead. Put the power output here or there. And mm-hmm. um, so that there's definitely a template for, like, fixing things up between the rounds. Okay. Um, what you really want to do, though, is, I guess, decide how much that affects what you're doing in the actual action. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, Mason, any thoughts? Uh, well, I liked uh, the version of it where you've got, like we said, the uh, the body, mind, soul. Person doing the body is controlling the punches and the kicks and so forth. Person doing the mind is controlling environmental factors, giving you little bonuses from, like, the high ground or this area of the fighting arena is, like, fire or ice or whatever, give you bonuses. And then soul is frantically doing mini-games to maybe give you little power-ups or boost health or what have you. But then like between rounds or possibly even mid fight the three simultaneous players can swap roles like the person you are being sort of comes apart and comes back together again and it's like okay i'm in the driver's seat now i will do the jumping and the fighting and the punching and you guys keep me you know up huh okay that okay so now that uh, sorry for a second i was thinking that um the the three people you were describing were like parts of one player, one human being's like chosen. No, I'm team. talking three v three. Three v three. Okay, yeah, that's definitely straying away from fighting game for sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> and uh, a little bit. And uh, I would say too that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, there's lots of games that do stray. Um, I would also say that uh, you mentioned things like environment and or like uh, abilities during the fight or so. Um, that. 
gets more into like yeah like i guess like arena fighter or so that gets into more of um yeah like your smash brothers style a little bit more of an action game territory yeah um one thing that's uh i guess when you're looking at like fighting games in general one thing that they, they try to go for a lot of the time is like um if you think of a chessboard in a way you've got the same pieces you've got the same amount of squares between you and you kind of have to play on the same footing and when you do choose or customize certain things, it's like uh, there's a rock, paper, scissors element to it, right? Yeah. Um, so to allow, uh, I guess, like, a, a first of all, like, yeah, you have three players uh, um, swapping, kind of having these different things involved. There's definitely places you can go with that. Um, but if you're okay opening up the genre a little bit, uh, you can definitely get cre- more creative with this, especially if you have, like, a person who's, for example just doing um, what we call, say, meter management. So I think when you say mind, what comes to mind is like uh, how much special meter you build as you're fighting and what you do with that meter, for example. Um, That could be an interesting thing to uh, assign a role to. Okay. Um, Here's something that came to mind as I was uh, walking home and thinking about like what we talked about. Uh, I realized there was another thing that seems to fit this genre pretty well and that's like the sentai genre like uh-huh. something power rangers seems like it would sort of work with what we're talking about no hmm okay okay so these zords being piloted by your team as you mm-hmm. would or your voltron parts kind of uh being piloted by the team is that what mm-hmm. you're thinking well maybe you know how like when I mean, there's very many variations, but you know how there would be, like, essentially it comes together to make them the one main Zord and there's, like, a master cockpit? What yes. if there was different stats assigned to the the pilots and different stats assigned to the individual Zords and then, like, maybe scrambling back to the individual parts for, like, a moment when you would separate, you would oh, be yeah. able to change up the strat because of who's piloting what? Uh, okay, so like I'll form the head this time. Yeah, a hundred percent having different configurations. Um, that's there's a lot of uh, anime history that gets into that. Um, there's one old show called uh, Shin Geto Robo that has like three pilots with three little robots that combine together, and um, one guy is kind of like a, a big brawly kind of you know iron jawed dude. One guy's a balanced you know individual. And the other one's kind of like the sneaky, tall, slim guy. Slim guy, and depending on who for- chooses to be the head or the body, they the the robot reconfigures itself into completely different ways. Oh, man, and- see now what I like about this is the individual players. You can have your personalized mech, and you can say get the color, you know, statted out how you want. Get the uh, the look of it statted out how you want, and then when you come together with the other two now you're sort of not only bringing yourself and your skills and your abilities but you're also bringing a bit of your personal style okay so okay you're like okay i'm the red and okay i'm i'm forming the red i'm the head chest region and then we swap and now i'm i'm the the legs region that's that now i'm, I'm getting some ideas from that certainly i think uh if you're taking it in that direction then um the three players on the team are not necessarily going to just be in the roles of like one person's fighting, one person is uh, doing something very passive, and, and or so. If you're talking about each individual controlling their own robot, um, yeah, what you can actually do then is is have a large arena, have three versus three happening, um, and imagine if you would like a team of three in a game like let's say this game like Overwatch or or yeah. any other uh, game where you'd have someone that's a dedicated damage dealer. And then someone that is a dedicated medic or healer uh, would be the equivalent of the mind, right? Right, yes. So you can still keep mind, body, soul, but you can also have um, damage dealer. You can have your, uh, your, your healer and you can have your like, tank, like your, your, your defensive player. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like three kind of separate roles that also can sort of be filling in those three. So you can kind of keep this theme of... Uh, 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 a triptych, you know, like three players, yeah. three ideas, three roles, and uh, sort of let everyone kind of customize their own individual thing. And how fun would it be to jump online and just meet up with a team of two robots you've never seen before 
and then combine a new form. Oh yeah. I, I do like it. Now now here's the question. Obviously we want to incentivize the players to come together and work together as a unit, but do we want to allow them to also break apart and fight as their individual components if strategically it makes sense to do so? I think absolutely. Uh <laughs> what I think what you need to do there because you want to open up strategy. You want to definitely allow a team that chooses to play together often to be able to plan moves and coordinate. And uh, I think sometimes being nimble and uh, breaking apart and surrounding the enemy, depending on how your team is configured, might be the better move. But, okay. you, defi- but you definitely want to balance it as- in such a way that when you are combined, it's a huge advantage. It's yeah. a thing that you... Uh, maybe it drains spirit or battery. You know what I mean? Maybe it drains like a, a, a bar that has a timer mm. on it. So that you can't just stand around being a big clunky thing. Like you want to use that time because you're in a very powered up form. Okay. You know? But so then the, you have the, you okay. have switching back and forth between the two. You know what that has me thinking of too is like potentially terrain uh, or environment uh, uh, perks that you would want to uh, maximize when you're separated. So like say uh, there's a form. Uh, one third is like almost like a small rat-like thing, and suddenly that that piece can go off through a smaller tunnel that the other ones can't fit through, so it can get somewhere else and maybe get the high ground, uh, or uh, maybe one third in their uh, in their uh, you know separate form they can they can cloak or camouflage or something. So mm-hmm. there's you know so you know I could imagine a lot of little pieces like that where. Um, it makes sense to, especially if there's uh, sort of objectives on the terrain where, oh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go pick up that health pack or that upgrade uh, and then we'll recombine. I could see something like that. Okay, so you're definitely thinking of a 3D environment. Well, uh, you Not know. necessarily. <laughs> like, I'm fine with 2D. Uh, okay. Uh, but, okay. But, but, like, as you mentioned, uh, health pack or upgrade on the field, now we've... Com- Uh, I can't mince uh, words on that. Yeah, yeah, just thinking about the the separate roles and comparing to Overwatch is definitely a default for me. Um, so okay, let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Okay, <laughs> let's okay. Cheat. Now let's keep reeling it. We in. Want to get back to fighting game? That's yes. the name of the game. So so let's put some hard restrictions that kind of would help because you don't want to you don't want to limit anything. Anything can that you know like a fighting game can you know again stray in lots of different ways, but. Uh, if you if you put some some guidelines up, I think it, it would help a little bit. Like one of them, let's let's decide. For example, let's say two D, right? Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you are talking about two D, but you're talking about six players, then you kind of need a large environment to sort of work with, right? You probably are yes. looking at um, a huge map with all six players, sort of like. Uh, Able, in some cases, you have six players on the screen, so for that to not be a complete mess, you know, you would need to have, like, stages that have, like, yeah, terrain to it, as you mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so by, by comparison, are you thinking something more like uh, one of the uh, more 2.5, sort of like a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing? Or are you thinking more like Smash, where it's fundamentally 2D, but also has levels and layers and can be very big? Well, the main thing with a lot of fighting games is uh, they don't want they, they usually don't want the terrain to get too involved in the match. Um, a lot of the time, they, they like you know the, the the genre is about like the players sort of using what's almost an even space or an even playing field to fight and um, having things where like an environment switches from you know land to water or there being like a place where you can kind of hide up on the on a cliffside or run away. Gets a mm. bit gets away from the genre, you know. So, yeah. um, I uh, but again, I think if you're going a little experimental, it's, it's it's as long as it's a place where all six players can sort of see uh, clearly where they are and what's going on, and you can yeah, you can do two point five D with that as well. Okay, uh, here's something else that occurred to me is that. Um, when we're talking 3v3, uh, I feel like it's no longer a uh, sort of single single screen, six people in the room with six controllers. Like, that's not what we would be talking about with this experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. So if it is three and it's uh, online, uh, three people in the room and it's online, um, I guess, is there is there anything similar to that? Like, I don't know, in sort of a tag situation? Ooh. 
Uh, there are modes that get added into fighting games sometimes where it's a for fun, like a 3v3 game like Marvel vs. Capcom or the new mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Fighters game okay. will allow each player to take control of one uh, member of a team of three. But um, that's usually kind of just like a wacky online fun edition. Um, it, sure. it's, 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 rarely, it's rarely that a, a fighting game will be like a team-based effort you know right uh, okay but quickly speaking to that if uh I, again i don't have the frame of reference for this if you are waiting for your turn to play is there anything you can do to benefit the situation while you're on the sidelines uh hmm without making it unfair i mean you because because if you think about it let's say you are playing a 3v3 fighting game where one two people are fighting at a time you can tag between the others right so there's never more than two characters on screen, and there's four people waiting for their turn. Right. Uh, right. If those four are kind of like taking care of other aspects, um, they can definitely do things like like build meter that allows special moves to happen. They can definitely do things like healing life or trying to, um, in this case, if it's a robot, you know, maybe like increase speed or access, like all kinds of little buffs and abilities. Um, I think you can, as long as it's balanced on both sides, as long as it's not, like, something that the op- the opponent can't do, you know, then, yeah, you can have things that the passive players can do to help. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, let, like, let's be clear. When I was saying you have your own mech that you customize and you bring in, that was not to imply that you roll up with a mech that's more powerful than the other ones. I was just talking in terms of style. Like... I would want everyone starting, you know, this game to all have an even footing, even if they're not all doing the same thing. Okay. okay. Now, uh, I like. I, I think one thing that helps in these situations too is to like imagine an actual, like, like build an actual character if you would, right, and see how this works out. Okay. Um, so. Is it time for for narrowing down on aesthetic, or we we want to like put this in a particular time and place? And are coat, we coat married to Max? Uh, uh, well, uh, I'm not necessarily married to Max so long as we have a reason for these things to combine naturally. Like if we have some organic reason why they would fuse uh, their purposes together. You're the chosen one. You're the three chosen ones, <laughs> and it's all magic. <laughs> three um, chosen ones i didn't know the that chosen there were... three yeah ah, okay i mean like you're fighting a guy some guys that are also the other chosen three <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> of the entity doing people. the choosing is not very choosy no yeah. there's six chosen really mm. <laughs> yeah i mean steven universe does have characters that are not mecha fusing oh, into yes. together yes. right yes steven universe might have just cracked this thing right open it might not be impossible to go that way um oh i I don't hate that you become you become a a new being that's a combination of of you know the the fighter that you you've made for yourself that could be an interesting way to go with it like it like it good unfortunately though i do i was about when i was talking about individual characters i was about to describe something like that i find really cool is like let's say we were still talking about robots and someone decided, I want to make a huge drill, right? Hmm. Then, like, yeah. you can kind of already start to put into place the different ideas that come from having that drill as uh, an arm or as legs or as a backpack or as a head. You know what I mean? Like, so there is a little bit of, like, fun that comes from, like, seeing parts. Like, if you think of a, an old Transformer toy, you know, hmm. uh, seeing parts that look like a mechanical thing thinking about where that would go on a body and like imagining what that changes about that character is a pretty fun thing too. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. So, well then maybe in that case, when you're building your individual mech before you get teamed up with people in your three V three, there's a list of components and like, maybe there's the drill, maybe there's, you know, lasers, missiles, you know, buzz saw, whatever. But you have always a standard number of points mm-hmm. to put into your mech. Like, you've only got three points worth. And you're like, okay, what do you want to focus on? What do you want your mech to be? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I really, I liked that idea that you were talking about, too, from that uh, Hugh Jackman game, which is how I'm going to refer to it. Uh, the, um, 
the concept of actual like damage you need to recover from between matches like could we potentially bring something like that back like i know this is a big thing to ask of the physics of it but i would love for some actual punishing of like disabling certain parts or something like that yeah yeah then you definitely want to go robots then you want to go mecha you know you want to go um tokusatsu like you said the this power rangers mm-hmm. hit with their robots you did de- like recovering damage healing um um you know like me- mechanically fixing things or like diverting all power to thrusters is is something that uh, i think would be yes. a, a fun option and also just in general a robot breaking its arm and that arm becoming non-functional tends to be a lot more palatable to most viewing audiences <laughs> mm-hmm. than a human breaking their arm and mm-hmm. their arm becoming non-functional agreed yeah. so agreed. okay here's here's another thought um generally uh, i know that there is a genre of uh, I get like it's a competitive fighting style of game, but it's a different kind of game altogether. Uh, if we're talking about a more three D arena mech thing, we think of like certain Gundam titles. Uh, I know Virtual On is one that comes to mind. That's not really seen as a fighting game. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Willie. Uh, no, Virtual On is definitely. I mean, it's close because it's like you know it's one v one, but it's kind of seen as an arena, an arena fighter. It's it's almost there, you know. Okay, so if we just sort of stay away from the 3D element and keep it 2.5D, uh, and I guess, I I mean, the f- actual fighting part would be, like, is there one pilot executing combos kind of thing, right? That's, yeah, so that's what, that's what I think. Um, what's up in the air right now, that's probably the biggest deciding factor, is do you want uh, all three players playing at the same time, or do you want... Uh, uh, one at a time, tagging in and out. Uh, and then eventually, of course, there's the combined version where everybody is using the same thing at the same time, you know? So you're looking at individuals connecting with their individual robot, and then uh, uh, what, yeah, what would you prefer? Would you prefer an actual six-way scrap? Well, or the, the ultimate not? to me, like when I think of you know, fighting games, your street fighters and so forth. I think of like special, you know, combo moves that this special character has. And to me, like the logical progression of that, the ultimate version of that would be a combo that the three of you have to communicate and you have to all do at the same time. So to me, I, I, I absolutely want to have all of the, uh, the players playing at the same time and I want them doing different things. But if you want to pull off, kick-ass combo move then you better all be on the same page and be like almost like again coming back to a sentai show where you yell out the name of the attack as you're doing it if only to sync each other up (laughs) i'm just picturing now some motion controls where you're actually required to do a full-on like combined sentai pose in your living room together oh my god absolutely we controller or, uh, yeah, yeah. Next. I mean, obviously, that's something pretty far from the fighting game genre. But also, I, like, I, I get what you're saying about like wanting a certain synchronicity, Mason. That like, if if we can get to that plane, that like the ultimate combo is a three way synchronized combo. But I don't know how to tutorialize that, let alone execute it. Okay. Um, something I'm, I'm, again, the gears are turning here and I'm really trying to, trying to see how to, how to, you know, get something interesting here, how to, you know, sort of salvage the genre, keep it, keep it on, on, on theme. And, um, there's a, so there's a game called Pokin. That's the Pokemon fighting game. Right. Okay. And, uh, what it does from time to time is sometimes you play where the camera's behind your back in a virtual on style way. Um, and then occasionally certain moves knock the camera into 2d street fighter style uh side view so mm-hmm. what if you had a large 3d environment three players all connected at, at their house playing the as part of the team and uh you're fighting as a group right against the other three um but essentially once you build up the energy or resources you need to combine and become the full united mech then the camera switches into a traditional 2D fighting game. Uh, not 2D, but uh, side view camera. 
at that point. Perhaps you can have okay. a game that has two modes to it that kind of like becomes... Uh, uh, so you, you'd have three individual players that kind of become a combined form and then you're looking mm-hmm. at something more traditional. Does that necessitate that the two teams have to fuse sort of at the same time? Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. So what if it's sort of like... Um, sort of like a scramble to get your energy up sufficiently your... so mm-hmm. that when it is time to go to that other mode, you you won't be, you know, depleted. Or that, that could set up for, like, some amazing comebacks if you didn't do well at the beginning. So uh, there's a game called Kirby's Air Ride where one of the best modes is um, it's a racing game, but yeah. in between the races, you're running around on foot, uh, four players individually on split screen, to get parts for your car and you have 60 seconds to get car parts around the big 3d city and then as you find the better parts you don't know what you're going to find but at the end of that minute you got to fly with whatever you've got (laughs) so oh man so think about that that's what kirby's air ride was about that's one of the modes called city city trial and it was incredible so you can definitely have a, a mode that involves 3d Fight, like fighting as a team, trying to build up the resources, trying to get your mech ready to go, you know, and then we both combine at the same time, and then the fight starts in a, a, a definitely a fighting game side view controlled thing. But uh, depending on what you've done as a team, it's going to affect what you can do, perhaps as a as a as a giant combined mech. Okay, well now I I, I do kind of want to get back to the idea of uh, you know. In, uh, affecting the environment as well because okay. I'm picturing the the beginning stage where you're running around and collecting parts and powering yourself up you could do that or lay down a landmine and then when it comes time and you all you know combine together then you're just like oh he's so much stronger than I am oh don't step towards me And then you've got that advantage because he didn't see that coming because he wasn't watching your screen. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's something Uh, else entirely. I mean, it's definitely. I know a little far off from the genre. I just yeah, (laughs) a little far off, but definitely like not out of outside the realm of plausibility. If you have a character that is all about laying traps instead of collecting resources, then yeah, that I, I don't see why not. You know. Um. You can have like you can go anywhere with that, but uh, this is this is kind of becoming something interesting. I, I, I see, I see possibility here. Okay, well, uh, Wooly, uh, tragically, we're kind of out of time. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna say. I think that uh, uh, we this isn't our most uh, uh, you know concrete. Uh, you know, self-contained concept. It's still a little bit nebulous, but uh, we always do a Twitter verdict at the end of our episode. I think pretty much what we would want to ask for this to the public is, do we do we have something here? <laughs> I, I just a simple poll of yes, no, because I feel like mm. we we have something, the start of something, or mm. like the parts of something, but is it enough of a specific something? Well, I tell I tell you what what's going to determine whether this is something or not is can we give this a name? Oh, um, hmm. I'm 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 thinking about the elements, and I don't want to just steal other things' names. Uh, but. <laughs> Well, I mean, you got like a Sentai kind of giant robot theme. Go go! But all the all the good names with like giant fighting robot nouns have been taken. Uh, Let's let's leave it at this. Uh, If you've got a suggestion, hit us up on that Twitter. It's at h i g a i show. Uh, We'll listen to your names and also uh, is is this something? Huh? All right. Um, so, Wooly, thank you so, so much for being on the show. You've been a blast. Um, I just want to also ask, we invent something different every week. Do you have a suggestion for what we could invent next week? Oh, man, my mind was racing really hard for a cool mind-body-soul-robot-cyber-future type title for the project. Uh, but I couldn't come up with one in time. Unfortunately, I think the, um... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like half an hour is a really tight time to come up with a fighting game. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is. 
uh, as far as uh, something for you to come up with, uh, yeah, I'd like to see you guys take on uh, a virtual reality experience. Oh my god! I like it! Yes! We can absolutely invent a new virtual reality experience next week. We're going virtual. All right. Willie, thanks again so much. No problem. Willie, one of uh, the nicest guys I've ever had the pleasure of working with for Con Bravo. Um, I'm so glad he was able to join us for this. And yeah, if you think it's something, feel free to let us know. Uh, I guess we're doing a VR experience next week. Virtual reality. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mason, sign us out, as you usually do. Uh, well, do do you want to see if we can sync up and do it together as a combo? You know what? Just because for for this episode only. Yeah, let's try. So until until next next time, dear dear listeners, listeners, thumbs up monorail monorail eggplant. eggplant. Good night, everybody. No, you gotta still stay sync. Yeah, good night, night, everybody. Good night. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.